So there's this story out of Detroit about a particular black man, 62 years old. And this black man wants to go fight in Ukraine. Yes. A black man from Detroit wants to go fight in Ukraine. Now I want to let you look at this clip. We're going to play. Now remember I've been speaking to you about looking into the eyes of these people when they're talking, especially those even in our community, when they're making decisions like this, you can't just understand it. We will have to start really paying attention to the spiritual side. And, and yes, black people are very, very spiritual people. The one thing that the white supremacists wanted to do always was disconnect you from your spirituality. And we always had that way before even coming across, you know, that white man, but look into the eyes of this man as he's speaking, I want you to really look and remember what I told you yesterday, what to look for. Let's go ahead and roll that clip. All of Ukraine is a war zone, so to speak. So I'm going there to kind of help the Ukrainians defend their homeland. Detroiter Dr. M. Dijon Johnson says in just a few days, he'll be on the front lines fighting the war against Russia. So far, he's already ordered a Kevlar helmet and flak jacket and all the other necessities. This Wednesday, the 62-year-old will be flying to Amsterdam and then to Poland. From there, he plans to travel to Ukraine and immediately join the battle. I get real-time information from Ukraine, from my contacts there, and they're really, really suffering. These small acts of kindness. Members prayed for him at Church of the King in downtown Berkeley. Right now, perfect the things that are imperfect in him, Father. And Father, we know that he is your child in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the opportunity that he has to go and to do what you call him to in Jesus' name. Some Ukrainians even showed their gratitude. Pastor Tal Sullivan says their prayer requests are simple. We're praying for protection and God's provision, and we're inviting God to to come and, and use him as he wants. Dr. Johnson has a military background serving with the Army. He also already spent two years in Ukraine working at a university. My job from 2018 to 2020 was to train university professors and uh, graduate students on bringing transparency and democracy to the classroom. Who would have figured um, I would be putting that into practice? I don't plan on coming back with a, uh, a red, white, and blue or uh, blue and yellow uh, flag over a box. So I'm coming right back here in Detroit and uh, hopefully make Detroit better like we all do. All right. So on the surface, most people will be like, what is wrong with him? Why are he going to leave Detroit? And tell me he's gonna go over there and he's gonna go fight in Ukraine. Did he not see all the videos of black people, you know, being pushed off of trains? They say women and children, then African women try to get on the trains to get out of there. They say, Oh no, 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 not 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 no Africans, only white people only. Only white women. Because white women are women to us. You you know, black women ain't not no women to us. Please. Our dogs are worth more than an African woman or African children, right? The videos have been coming out left and right that you just cannot deny it. Even the mainstream media had to concede the point and had to start even showing these videos because they're out there in abundance. But when you have a person like this, who is just, obviously we know he's a lost raccoon, 
this one picture I want y'all to see from the report. If you could look at this picture right here, he's standing here, you know, with them folks. Look at just really look at him. Look in look in his eyes in that photo. That man looked like he's not even there. Listen, when the white supremacist really got you, that's how you're gonna be. You're gonna have this lost look. You're not even operating on something that somebody would deem as even human at, at this point. You are a complete lost soulless slave. And remember in this story, they talk about Ukrainians are giving him the blessing, the one that's here, but yet the Ukrainians that's here is not getting on the plane and going to Ukraine to go fight. Are they with him? They're not going to do that. You see black folk in this country and throughout the world, because this is just not, it's just not here. You know, we talked about uh, Nigerians talking about, they wanted to go over there and fight. And recently their government come out and say, no, no Nigerian citizen cannot go over there and fight anything. Right. You know, they're trying this mess in Senegal. You know, I just heard of another story. You know, they're trying to get people in Algeria to go fight for these people. Black people do not care about the pain and suffering of other black people like that, especially the raccoon class. They don't. But you have to understand these images, these images that they're seeing come out of Ukraine. Oh my God is breaking their heart. It's killing them. Even though this man lived right in Detroit and he talking about want to help somebody is plenty of people in Detroit that he can go help in his own community. There's pain and suffering happening in the D Detroit right now, especially coming off of this virus. And then you talk about the economic issues that's, you know, have over there, things that happen with violence. There are black children and black women and black men who's dealing with violent issues. If he wants to help out, he could join that group, new era of Detroit. He could join with those brothers and help out in his own backyard, but he don't care about that because that raccoon class don't value black life like that whatsoever. So what he values white life. And you have to understand that the biggest uh, issue in the black world is that you value white folks and you value white life and you see why he values them. I told you when they have that connection to that so-called Christian church, it, it is, it is the, the, the ruining of black people, not the I'm not saying the Bible is to ruin, but it, that when the white man has taught you white Jesus, you're ruined. And the only way you can get unruined is come out from underneath that falsehood and bondage. Because as long as our people is underneath that, that, that the white Jesus and, and, and the white version of Christianity, right? They always going to be in this position. This is why our churches are the way they are. And, and it was, it was amazing how they even got our churches to that point, because the church, if you really do the research, you know, at least in the civil rights movement was used to launch off, you know, the, 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 the movement, right? The struggle, different things that we had to do to fight back. And when they introduced the 501 C three and you got these corrupt preachers in there and it's all about collecting tithes and offerings and getting a bag. That was the, that was the beginning of the end. Then you had, you know, the, uh, trying to not say that full word, but the issue of, um, getting rid of your children that came through the black church too. Margaret Sanger had to go to Harlem to do that through the, through the uh, black preacher. So that, that, that institution of that church house in America has always been used as a tool of bondage. 
some of your greatest raccoons are in the church house that came through the church house. You don't see all that stuff coming out of places like the nation of Islam and some of these other places. You don't see that. But what we have globally, ladies and gentlemen, is that we have, you know, people who value the life of Massa and the life of Miss Ann and, and her children more than they value the life of themselves. Do you know the movie Django Unchained? You know, you look at the Steven character, the Steven character represents a lot of people in the black world. You remember when Calvin, you know, got shot and the way he screamed, no, Calvin, you know, that's how a lot of black folks are right now. When they see these, these images coming out of Ukraine, that's how they screaming. When they see those images, it's breaking their heart. They got, they want, this man is getting on a freaking plane, flying to Amsterdam to getting on, you know, a plane from there, going to Poland. Now, black folks have been treated all kind of racial ways in Poland too, but he going to go over there to Poland and he going to talk about he going inside of Ukraine because he is screaming and yelling at these images. He can't stand it. He, he see them crying. Oh no, no, no. He, he doesn't understand black folk. A lot of black folk is still slaves. This, this man that you see on the screen, he's a slave. A slave is going to defend their master at all times. And they don't have to tell them to black people globally have a slave mentality and it's on autopilot. Literally it's on autopilot. We don't care about how we suffer as a community. It's so much stuff that he could be doing right here in America. Or if you want to fly somewhere, go fly to the Caribbean, go help them over there. If you want to go fly somewhere, if you want to help out, go to the continent of Africa, you know, go somewhere where black people at help them. No, he's not going to go do that. That's not what he want to do because they don't value black people or black life or black suffering or anything. Only white lives matter to them. Some of the biggest proponents of white lives matter is black folk globally. It's sickening to see this. It's annoying to see this, but this is actually good too. At the same time, because as I say, yeah, said yesterday, y'all going over there with that Africans or even this guy, you may surely die going over there. And how I feel about it. I wouldn't shed a tear and it will serve you right. Because that's not your fight. That's not your issue. That's not your problem. That's the, that's those people's problem. I said days ago, what well, the word is, is to mind our black business globally. Stay out of that. That has nothing to do with us. We didn't push that issue. We're not promoting that issue. If anything, you should be mad right now that in the spending bill, they're going to give $12 billion now talking about to Ukraine, $12 billion. At first, Biden asked for 6.4 billion. Now it went up to 12 billion, doubled in what Biden had asked for. But black folks in America can't get anything whatsoever, but they can give money to foreign people who has nothing to do with this country. These, these Ukraine people aren't paying no, no taxes here. And then on top of that, you got freaking uh, uh, white supremacist groups that is actually part of their army. And they're giving our tax dollars to these people. And nobody's saying that the Democrats are good with it. Of course, Republicans are good with it because they defending their people. Cause like I said, white supremacy, that's their culture. I told y'all that they, the culture of white supremacy is, is 
how they all operate, period. And the, the day has to come, ladies and gentlemen, where the American public got to rein in these politicians on just giving out all this money to foreign governments, no matter what, what foreign government it is. You have so many problems right here. You, you talking about inflation. You talking about all different things that you got right now. Why don't you take that $12 billion and start helping the American people with it? How about that? Spread that around. Give, give people something or whatever, right? No, they're not going to do that. But they always got, always remember, they always got money for war. They always got money for foreign aid, but they never have money for you. They never have money for me. You see, when they originally started the system, of course, they didn't have 350 million people in this, in this country. And when they came up with these representatives at the time, you know, it, it may seem okay, but you know, you got 350 million people and only five, what, 500 and what, 35 people is controlling literally 350 million people. That don't really seem too right to me. I mean, if you think about it, these 535 people, we talking about Congress, is making laws and decisions all day long. 535 people, 350 million. That's not even a sliver of, of even the society. If anything, we should be voting as a public on some of these bills and issues and things like that. These people shouldn't just have to, they can just say, Oh, well, I'm gonna go along with this. That's why, that's why our country is where it's at because how is the 535 people make a decision for 350 million people and corporations control those people? right? It can't even go to the American public. I would say the right way for it to be is come up with a bill and say, this is the bill and push the bill and put it on the ballot and let the American public vote on the bills. Right? That's exactly what should happen. And if the American public vote on that bill and then if they accept it, cool. If they don't accept it, then it is what it is. Now that's really a true democracy. So all that mess about we, we got, we are a democracy. We're not a democracy because those representatives is not a democracy. Everybody voting is a democracy, but at the same time here, you know, when we participate in this system, you know, that it keeps the illusion going too. This is why we talk about sitting it out in 2022 or, or in 2024, or if you're not emotional, you can do a protest vote. Right. But black folks globally, black folks globally, you know, and shout out to sister Chi Chi. I know I was speaking to her. She was speaking to me this morning about, you know, some issues, you know, cause she was talking about, you know, uh, the Nigerians that was trying to go over to, to fight. Cause you know, she, she's Nigerian and, and she, she was very, you know, just calling it out to say a lot of these Nigerians and other black folks are just, you know, they, they ate up with a curse literally. And I, and I believe the sister, you know, I've been said that black folks walk around here like they cursed, but like I told her, they choose that curse though. They choose it because not everybody was walking around here, um, making that choice. I would say the majority makes that choice. So the majority wants to be the lackey of the white supremacists. The majority, you know, values white life more than they value black life. That's, that's for sure. Uh, the majority really don't want to do for ourselves. We don't want to, you know, feed ourselves, grow our own food. Then the majority really don't want to, you know, do industry. Um, they believe that the white man's school is better. The white man ice is colder. Everything the white man do is just so much better. And that's it. But, you know, I always said this and think about what I'm saying. It don't take the majority to turn everything around. All you need is a strong 
small contingent to turn everything around. You think everybody during the civil rights movement here in America, every black person was on code with that. No, they wasn't. There were black folks back then and they want to get involved. There were black folks back then raccooning too, even in that time period. But all you had, all you needed was a small contingent of people and it, it made, you know, the movement on top of that, because of our fight in America, it spread to the African continent because we, you know, made some progress. It got them uh, to get independent nations. So even our fight spread way over there. So what I'm saying is, you know, we can turn things around, but we got to get the small contingent of people to do so. Even on the continent, the Caribbean, we all got to just get that small, you know, faithful few and just be the loudest in the room and have the most headway. And the people that's not on board, they need to get out the way. It's just that simple. You know, we don't need to, to acknowledge it, but we also need to call these people out like this fella here and say in this day and time, that's just not going to be tolerated. We're going to tar and feather you literally for doing something like this. And we're not going to uh, sit up here and say, well, you know, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you for what? What does that pray for you for? You choosing to go over there into something that has nothing to do with you. I would understand if the, if the Russians was freaking attacking an African country and, and we look at these pictures of Africans and like, okay, well shoot, well fine, you know, cool. Go over there and f- help fighting in, in, in Africa or something. But you, you going to go over there with the, those people that's proving themselves that they, they not liking black people like that. They got Africans hold up right now. Can't get out. And, and yet you want to go over there to say, to save, uh, uh miss Ann and massa. This is a big problem in in our society, folks. This is a big, big problem. But I hope the majority of these raccoons, I hope all of them get on the plane and go to Ukraine. And I hope they do all of them. Please go to Ukraine. I I, I, I support that 100% because I'm a firm believer that I'd say about 85% of the black world, and I say the black world, I'm not talking about America, the black world ain't no earthly good. It too ate up with white Jesus. It too ate up with, with uh, white politics, Democrat and everything else that they ate up with. And they just, they just in the way of progress. And that 15%, in my opinion, that's the riders, you know, globally, that's the people that's going to make the change. And that's just, just bottom line. When you look at a guy like this, that's just lost completely lost. And, and I told y'all, and I, I think I've said this more on um, my entertainment channel, Philip Scott show. I said, the worst thing that I never want to be is an old fool. You 62 years old and an old fool. 62 doggone years old. You should know better. You lived your whole life and didn't learn nothing. I would never want to be that old and didn't learn anything. Living in America all this time, life in America should teach you what, about racism, white supremacy. You don't have to really know Dr. John Henry Clark or Francis Chris Welsing or Neely Fuller. You don't have to even know these people to have that lesson in America. It's a daily lesson in how we're treated here in this country. And yet to be 62 years old and be an old fool. But then he said he was in Ukraine doing things or whatever before teaching, but he couldn't go to Africa and teach. I mean, God forbid he couldn't go there. He couldn't go to the Caribbean. He couldn't go to a Latin American country and go teach, you know, the black people 
you know, uh, that's there. He, he couldn't go do that, but he'll make sure to teach Ukrainians. You never want to be an old fool. Ladies and gentlemen, you never want to be that you want. Listen, as you get older, you're supposed to have wisdom. Those gray hairs you start getting usually at one point in time and say gray hair is a sign of wisdom. But unfortunately today, that's not always said for some, some people as we can see with the voting, we have a lot of old fools in America and definitely in Africa. Cause a lot of those leaders are old fools too. I mean, it's a, you know, the African brothers and sisters tell you that a lot of those people in the Caribbean, are old fools, you know, um, shoot, even in our government here, we got a lot of old fools. Oh, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just a, a, a blunt with it. It's the truth because if you had people that who was, you know, seasoned elders, who's wise, you would, things would be a lot better off, but that's not what we have, unfortunately. But, you know, let him go do his thing. You know, let him go do his thing. Like, like I said, I'd rather him be over there in Ukraine than over here causing the issue and problem. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the podcast this morning. We greatly appreciate uh, you joining us. Make sure you subscribe. Um, subscribing uh, keeps you in the loop of what we're doing here. Um, also, click that notification bell. That way you know exactly when we post the podcast. It's important. Make sure you click the notification bell and click all. That way it'll pop up on your phone or your tablet, etc. Make sure you click the like button. Help us you know, spread the video in the algorithm. Uh, and also tell five of your friends uh, about it. And thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and see you next time.